welcome back y'all to Ratchet Thoughts and Isms. We are so happy to have you here today. And we have a, a segment that is unlike any that we've done thus far. Um, but before we get started, as always, you know, we gotta introduce ourselves. So go ahead. Hmm. Yo, I'm here, Drake, Brooklyn Knight. Uptown, Harlem in the building, peace. It's Ramona. And you already know Luke, Harlem Skywalker. We are rocking. Where you the from? RTI. I don't know where you're from. From the Bronx. Thank you. <laughs> Wait, I thought you was from Jersey though. You was repping Jersey in one of the other episodes. Like, we don't talk about that. Y'all should go watch that episode, by the way, <clears> after <throat> this one. But <clears throat> the Bronx. <laughs> the Bronx. <laughs> Bronx. The Bronx. Okay. Bronx. El Bronx. Uh, you already know Luke. Uh, of Harlem Skywalker, some people have been um, looking to trend that name. I don't know. We'll see what happens. Anyway, so today is 423, and the reason why I give you the date is because when this episode does come out, I hope that we do not have more events and tragedies that ha happen uh, from this date uh, going forward. Um, with that being said, this episode is called... The Jim Jim Crow remix, remix. <laughs> Jim Crow the remix. Um, obviously, so much has happened. We've had some justice, and we've also continued to have bloodshed and endless killings of our brethren and sisters. Um, and it is just disheartening. Um, a bunch of words that I can say, but. It's a reoccurring, it's like watching a rerun, really, when you think about it, how often this has happened. Um, and we're going to talk about it. And as we always start our show, is with a <laughs> disclaimer. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was expecting that. I was, I was gonna say, you look really surprised. Yeah, I really, yeah. yeah. Um, anyway, um, the thoughts and opinions of Uptown Brown are solely the thoughts of opinions of Uptown Brown and do not reflect upon the lovely cast of Ratchet Thoughts and Isms. My thoughts are my thoughts. If y'all got an issue with it, it's cool. Okay. And <laughs> thank you. In, uh, in conjunction with that, this particular episode, uh, we all, our opinions and are our oh, opinions. Yeah. Right, right. Um, because this is a subject that is dear to our hearts and I'm sure to your hearts, regardless of your races, uh, hopefully, and um, it might get deep. You think white people watch us? I don't know. Oh. It's tough to say. They might. Who knows? But maybe. But even if you are, hopefully it does affect you. Because as a human, it should affect you. Period. Right? Period. Who? Period. <laughs> <laughs> I had to do it. I had to do it. I got it. That little girl is adorable. She's adorable. So how do we want to start this? Mm. Uh, so let's talk about uh, thoughts on the trial. I want to give big ups to the prosecuting staff. They were thebomb.com. No, no, not just not just them, but um, old boy who was like, um, he was like, oh, I heard you called him a punk. Yeah. Like 15 times, he's yeah, like, if that's what you counted, oh, yeah, that's yeah, what the witness. Yeah. That dude, that witness, yeah. yo, that dude was the like, yeah. he, he, he was dope. Like, like yeah. is that what you heard? 
Is that and what you heard? That's what it was. Yeah, that's what it was. Like, he was definitely, if if I said what I said, right. was a person. Yo, your man is on it. Your man is on it. Um, yeah, but yeah, so what do y'all think about it um, as a whole? I feel like the fact that we even had to go to trial was an issue for me. And Why? Because it was black and white, it was it was on cameras. It was footage. Why are you going to trial for that? It should have been something that was just a jury, yes, no, and that's it. To have a full jury, judge, prosecutor, it just was a lot for me. But um, the fact and the things that they said as their defense was like outrageous. Like what? <laughs> he did what? Okay, <laughs> like. Were we really supposed to believe that? You know, as people, I feel like they was insulting our, our intelligence with that. But the overall verdict was great. Um, all counts, that was great. It was great. Um, I was happy about that. Um, what you uptown? Um, I have mixed feelings about the verdict, right? So part of me was like, finally, some a little bit of justice. I'm happy. Hopefully that, you know, um, George Floyd's family got some some closure behind this, right? Mm -hmm. um, but then another part of me was just like, I don't want a bunch of black people out here getting too happy thinking Massa for giving us something. Um, I'm just not not with it. Cause, and it's sad that I have to feel like that because we've seen so much injustice that it really, although it's a step in the right direction, it does feel like to, on some level that it's just like, Massa throwing you a bone, and and because I definitely know that there will probably be some white people that are out there, like just like when Obama was president, there were white people out there like, you guys got one, you guys got yeah, a yeah. black president. Racism is over. Like white people might sit there and be like, you guys got one, you guys won one trial. Like racism is done. Like so, and it's sad that I have to have these mixed emotions based upon what history has shown us, but. That was really my thoughts, but I tried to switch, shift my energy back into just hoping and praying that uh, George Floyd's family got some closure. That's good. Thank God I haven't heard that yet. I haven't heard that that remark yet. Like, well, oh, you guys just got your one justice. Be happy. Like I haven't heard that yet. So. Well, I don't, I don't know if know. we can. I don't know if they can make that. Like, all right, cool. The the verdict came in. That's right. oh, fantastic. The sentencing still didn't happen. Right. Um and. You know, just based on history, like the sentencing could be like a slap on the wrist it could or something. Be. It could be. And old boy just gets off scot free. I mean, look be. at the fact that he's not treated like everybody else. You know, if if it was if it was somebody else who who killed George Floyd, unfortunately, like he wouldn't have protection in jail or anything like that. So that doesn't matter. Like the dude. It, it, no, I, I get what you're saying. It, it, like. <laughs> Yeah, it does matter, and 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 if and because even looking at it like that, like let's be honest, like the the history of what policing is, where it came from, is catching slaves. Yes, it was. So yes, it was. that mentality is still in the ingrained in the department, officer, which is officer, officer, overseer, overseer. Right, which is the reason why, you know, even the people who who bear the same skin tone as us get sucked into that that um that mindset and that mind frame um which is why they have that blue wall of silence and stuff like that you know so i was i was very um happy that the the police chief actually crossed over 
and, and, and spoke against it. I definitely like, and he, he was very, very disgusted by what happened. Um, but how many are we going to get? Because on the flip side, when it came to the young man that got shot, um, that police chief kind of covered over it for the for the for the, the woman police officer. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, I that. Yeah. so you know, you got like two different dynamics concerning this whole thing, and um, you know, it's it's kind of hard to say that we we have a um, we got a victory when the whole system needs to be switched up. I, I, I'm gonna be honest. There, there was a part of me that was um, shocked, um, definitely in a good way. But like, I just want to remind people, right? Like, I don't remember how many years ago it might. I know it was definitely over 20 years ago. Rodney King, right? When we saw that video footage, we was looking at that like, there's no way these officers gonna get away with it. Right. Mm-hmm. And this was 20 years before body cams and everything right. fancy that we got now. Mm-hmm. You can see the body cam footage, the footage the next day if they if they edit it and do it, do it. Like before all that, we was watching Rodney King. Like yo, it's no way these officers gonna walk away with this shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And sure enough, you know what I'm saying? Like they never admitted to guilt. I mean, they cut him a nice check if for people who care about that sort of thing. Um, but they there was never any admittance of apology or, or any sort of accountability taken. They just was like, not guilty, just throw them a check. I understand that. I heard someone say to me, um, you know, it would be dope if they open back all the cases, open back the Rodney King case, open back the Diallo case, open back all those cases where the cops got off. Let's go back into it and do it again. Somebody told me that and see if we can get a better outcome this time, you know? I think, they would never do that because that no, would start oppressing. <laughs> that would open up the floodgates. That that because yeah. because I mean, if you want to be real, right, and you talk about changing things, right, you know what I'm saying? Like, we got to understand that as black people, there's a certain level of equality that we're never going to see because it was written that way. Because guess what, white people not going back to rewrite the constitution to no. include us, no. right? So because it's literally how the system was written and structured to to be against us unless they people are in my opinion i feel like unless people are going to go back and rewrite the constitution so that things everything can be written in an all-inclusive way because of the language we are always going to be seen as second-class citizens and i'm sorry go ahead and and we're always going to be treated a certain way because the language is literally the blueprint for entitlement. Mm. Mm. You understand? Okay, now. So, it's the blueprint for entitlement. So I know you want to say I was something. Just, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I was gonna just going to say that I don't feel like a piece of paper and writing would change people's mentality. Just because you put it on paper and say, okay, even if they did decide to go back and add us, as you say, quote unquote, add black people and make it more equal, I feel like that's just black and white. That but you gotta understand those those words and how they was written was literally the the blueprint for people's mindsets to think that. that everything that they doing to it's present justified. day is okay. Right, I understand that's a brainwash that started from back then. Absolutely. But I also feel like that even if you did change it today, it would not change anything because my thing is look at the system, look at the the way we are treated when it comes to the law. Like laws are written, but that don't it doesn't apply to everyone. But it once again, if you go back to the blueprint, it was engineered from conception huh. to be against us. Right. So 
it didn't say that in it, but we just know so, that. So, right? so, so <laughs> you, you got to look at it like this, right? Let's let's use your analogy, right? Let's say they go back and rewrite it. So if you calculate the time they wrote it, when was it? I don't remember the year. I don't, I don't want. Whatever. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> if you calculate from when the Constitution Constitution was written to now, right? That's how many equivalent years it would take from if they rewrote it for things to get back on the right track. I, that's what I believe. Maybe it longer. It takes what 21 days to you know to start a habit, but it takes way longer to get out of it. So if if it took this long for it to be ingrained in, this, in the system, then how much longer is it going to take for it to come out of the system? It's paper. It's you take... can't change people's minds. You're right. I agree. You're right. I mean, that's not that's not a law or bill that can be written that's going to make one human right. treat another human being right. with, with respect. Right. Right. But um, I always say right, um, especially when you look at the killing of black people by police, it's mostly men. It is. Well, let me give you some stats since you bring it up. So, um, since 2005, there have been more than 13,000 deadly police shootings in the U.S., mm-hmm. right? <clears throat> Out of those, only four officers, not including Mr. Derek Chauvin, has been convicted of actual murder. And, and yes, this is for killing a black person. Four. Right, so since 2005, right, 13,000. Out of those 13,000, 106 killings charged with murder, manslaughter, resulting on an on-duty shooting. And only four of them have been convicted. And yes, they were black. 2005. So, so the question is, why is the number so low? Hmm. Hmm. This, and for those of you who are probably like, where are we getting these stats? You can go to the Police Integrity Research Group at Bowling Green State University, University who specializes in giving these stats. And this is also stats that the FBI has also given I believe given that. Out. I believe it. I have a, an answer to your question. Well, I think mm-hmm. I feel like I have an answer to your question mm-hmm. in regards to why the stats are so low. Um, you got to remember, <laughs> back in slavery, the, sh- the police chief, the judge, the lawyer, the sheriff, they all were part of a certain they, racist The Little Boys Club. That's group, what they right. like to call it. They were the part of a certain club. racist group. And so if someone got convicted of a crime, that's you know that we all connected. We're all going to make sure that this person goes down because we all won, right? Yeah. So now I feel like 2021, we have more um, different races now in the system. Law enforcement is a little bit different. The judges are not the same that they used to be back then. So I feel like the numbers are gonna go up for that reason. Back then, 2000, even 2005, I know it doesn't seem so far, you know, it seems like it just was yesterday, but back then, it was nothing but rude, what they call them, itself. <laughs> good old boys club. <laughs> good, old, good old boys club, and that's how it started. The Irish, they started it. So I feel like now, 2021, people are going back to school, they're becoming lawyers, they're becoming judges for that reason. So they can make a difference. That's my that's my answer to your question. I don't know, you know if anyone feels the same way, but I feel that way. I feel like now we're doing what we have to do as black people by going to school, getting educated, so we can be those people that make a difference in black people's lives. Alright, um just for I, reference, I, 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 can you imagine what it was like prior? Like these numbers, like you say, is so low, right? And and for me I think that's a high number, period. But 
in an age where there were no phones, no cell phones. Like, no, no, let's mm -hmm. let's let's even think about like, the fact that they actually used to. No, they would take pictures of them doing this stuff would. to us. They would. They posted pictures of them doing this stuff to mm -hmm. us, and they would smiling and pointing and stuff yeah. like that. So, it honestly to, to to have the videotapes and stuff like that. It's a re. It's pretty much like Groundhog's Day. Like reliving over and over again what happened back then. Um, so yeah, like it's it's not like yeah we we have the evidence. It's not they don't care. It's it's a trophy for them. I, I definitely believe that. Um, I want to shift the conversation for a minute um, and speak to the the parents. You're not a parent, Luke, but you can answer this question because I think I got nieces and nephews. <laughs> true, 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 right. So, how would you explain being black or, or, or the, the differences between being black and, and everyone else to your children? Um, I think the, the conversation actually starts with... Um, what age do you have that conversation at, like with your kids? Well, unfortunately, you gotta have this conversation quite early, um, especially due to um gentrification now what age um maybe like you all have kids here so i want to know what six. age so so i'm gonna Damn. tell you i'm gonna tell you right now the way i'm gonna answer that question right is i think you gotta base it on the the child that you have right because i don't think that i would have been able to hit taylor or or, or john um my two oldest when they were like six it might have been like seven to eight for them right no no around six for john maybe around seven to eight for for, for, for taylor but with noah i was hitting her with that at four because i knew her level of comprehension these kids are smart now far exceeds yeah. you know what i'm saying yeah you know what i'm saying yeah. like i mean i got videos of her at four years old talking about trump okay. you know what i'm saying yeah like so <laughs> Like she, she, she's very aware of you know what's going on in the world. I mean, even at the age she's at now, right? Like she'll be like, we'll be chilling, watching Netflix. She'd be like, I want to watch a black movie because she knows this a difference between the type of movies that we culturally make and the type of movies that other people make culturally. Mm, mm, um, mm. So, and. Anybody know me? I'm super like I'm black, y'all. I'm black and black. Like that's me all day. <laughs> black, day. black, black, black. You know what I'm saying? Black, black. Yeah. So at four years old, I was just like, you know, you black, right? Like telling her what it is. Right. Are you doing the Professor Brown when you give her these talks? Put your glasses down. Pro I don't know. Maybe possibly. 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 Okay. Um, for me, I feel like like piggybacking off what Uptown said. You have to know your child. So if you're speaking to your child and you see that they have some kind of wisdom when it comes to certain things you can ask some questions to see where they are especially once they start going to school they'll come back home and tell you their whole day and if something seems a little off with the conversation that they're telling you like this girl in my class told me that i'm she's better than me because she has you know certain things they say to you will spark it in your in your mind as a parent like oh yeah that was racist you understand what i'm saying and then that's when you sit that's when i would sit down with my child and kind of explain to her how did that make you feel and things like that to see but it doesn't even gotta be like racist. It could just be like some she heard somebody say something that she felt like was one kid bullied another kid. Like I mean, at the end of the day, your kid, if your kid is smart enough to be able to recognize certain things at a, at a 
at an early age and you can see that. That's true. I say the earlier the better. Right. Because by the time they get to them double digit ages, yeah. they'll be able to deal with things a little bit better. But I don't want to introduce it in a way that she's not even ready for it. Like she didn't even know black from white. Here I go telling her black people this white people. You know what I'm saying? I don't want her to It's fine. You know I told my kids want... are like three, four Santa Claus right. is not real. Right, but that's you. So it's like I don't wanna bring that topic to her when she's not even thinking about it. You took Santa Claus from your right. at three or four? Yes. Don't I'm not gonna let no fat white man <laughs> take credit for my hard work. Absolutely not. <laughs> Absolutely not. Did you? Do you not know what this conversation is about? It's not about bro. I'm not going to let some fat white man who you know what I'm saying want kids to sit on his lap. I think that's a little bit a pedophilish. Whatever the word is, he's a pedophile. I don't like it. I don't think it's cool. You know what I'm saying? Fat apples. They don't like it. Fat apples. My kids ain't sitting on your lap, buddy. Tell you that right now. It's not happening. It also depends on the parent you have. Thank you. So um I actually int- I actually had that conversation with my daughter when she was about six. Um again, pretty intelligent and she asked those questions based on stuff that she may have seen on T V or you know, the conversation again we got gentrification and where I live, you know, there's a lot of um gentrification. Yeah, it's a lot of yeah. That's the episode of where you live at. So when she sees certain things, um it it, it um piques her interest. Um, so it, because she's intrigued about things, she'll ask me questions. Um, so much so that even when she got older, like she was very, very into um, that movie, The Hate You Give. Um, and you know, we went to the movie was to see that, and yeah. she's even like reading the book for like the third time. Yeah, I um, thought it was my oldest. Yeah, so um, yeah, I, I, like you said, you know, knowing your child, you know when to have that conversation. Um, it's also about your, your environment. You know, because even if, um, you know, you might feel like they're young, based on the environment you're in, um, you kind of want to um, get into, you know, those kind of conversations. Can I, can like I just share, for instance, can I share something personal real quick? Just one second. So, like, for me, right now, if I were to have another child at this age or whatever, um, where, I, where I live, that's, like, the epicenter of where people want to meet to have protests and stuff. Mm-hmm. So, because that stuff is, like, live and, in co- you know, in living color in my area... Those are conversations I need to have with them even at a young age. Makes sense. Okay. So I remember um, up close and personal. No, no, no. I remember having to explain something um, to to my youngest at a real young age because I was sitting down with all three of my kids and we was watching um, Fruitvale Station, mm-hmm. right? And Toward the end of the movie, like I'm in tears, right? Because when I see that movie, all I see is, and I'm sure that the two brothers said him to we can relate. At that point in our lives, at that age, that could have happened to any one of us. So when I see that movie, he was just hanging out on a train, being silly with his friend. When I see that movie, it hits me a certain way. You know what I'm saying? Because I could see images of my life, us leaving Skate Key back in the days on the two train, riding back uptown. Like that could easily, you know what I'm saying? Us coming down to Harlem for Grant's Tomb on any scenario. That could Harlem Week, whatever. Any scenario that could have been us on the train riding around with our friends, and the next thing you know, we get up and and the kill by the cops. Like it hits me so personally. Like I can't watch that movie 
without getting a little teary. Like, it's crazy. So because reality. I, I watched that movie and started crying a little bit, of course, my youngest, she asked me, what's up? And I had to, like, share a little bit of what, like, daddy's upset because this could have been daddy or one of daddy's friends at any point during that in my life. Has any of y'all watched um, Two, Distant Strang- Two Distant Strangers on Netflix yet? No. Watch it? Yeah, watch that. I, I watched it twice, actually. Um, the second time I watched it, I watched it with my daughter. And um, Big up to Michael B. Jordan. You did an amazing, amazing job yes, in that movie. Yo. Facts, facts, and more like, facts. For real. Um, but like you said, with um, Fruitvale Station, I watched um, Two Distant Strangers, and um, it hit home. Um, there were a few times, like, when I was younger, you know, like, coming home from work, or on my way to come meet up with y'all or something like that, where I, where I had police officers like put a gun to me, you know, and, and, and search me. I've had, and I, matter of fact, I, the, the instance I remember the most is my ex-wife was pregnant with my daughter. We was in a cab, and we were on our way back home, and two um, undercover cops stopped my um, my cab, pulls it over, and yanks us out the car or whatever, and the, you know, and, and for some reason it just seems like a lot of these police officers feel like they have something to prove. Like it's an ego trip for them, so because, you know, he couldn't like just, you know, like throw me around how he wanted to, he got even more and more upset. Um, at the time I was um Should've doing fire. <laughs> oh, yo, bro, I, you know, I, I can't stand, bro, let's, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> So wait, wait a minute. We've watched videos of people of other cultures who did not comply and still got to walk away. Mm-hmm. Lieutenant Navario is one of them. Did everything he was supposed to do. If you haven't, he's an army man. And they still, he was in his fatigue. And oh, I can't waste him. Yeah, but it'll be the same officers that are be at these protests talking about. I respect all law enforcement and military. No, you don't. You respect all white law enforcement and military. Right. They didn't say that word. They said that in mind. They mm. said that loud. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, so, it's, you gotta figure it out. Show me a black man that hasn't been harassed in some form, fashion, by a cop, and I will be shocked. I can't. I, I know I've definitely been stopped several times in my life for no reason. For nothing. And it's, it's, like whether it's got, the car I'm driving. You know, you got cops in Jersey stopping kids on their bikes. The perfect oh, yeah. yeah, that was so, that, that and, and it took like one of them to jail. Like, yeah. I didn't even know you had to register your bike right. with the... Like, no, and that county, they stepped over the county yo, line, and now they have to have registration. I'm like, yo, well, for real? Is, if you check... Like you the, live in Jersey. The, the, the history of, of that law in, in Perth Amboy, the law is from like 1939 yeah. or some shit like right. that. It's like jaywalking. Like nobody Yo, what because at the time, to get a license for your bike, it only costs 50 cents. Look it up. It, yeah. it only costs 50 cents, so you had to get get a little license, pay your 50 cents, you get your little license, and you can ride your bike in Perth Amboy. But yep. that law is from like 1939. So. Oh my goodness. That's what y'all irrelevant. doing? That's what y'all doing? Petty. Yo. Petty, petty. Alright, right, before your question, okay. we're going to sidebar. What you think about this merch? What you think about this merch? <laughs> uh, yeah, we uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, 
speaking to you about being black or racism or being a black man or how to deal with cops or as a black man growing up has anyone uh, experienced that from their parents or their guardian or their anyone that they know yes I never did I never yes. had the black talk I never had it I had the black talk I never had it I was fortunate right um, my great-grandfather um, who was actually in the army as well said to oh, me he knew. yo facts <laughs> And he, he sat me down, I think I might have been, I might have been 10. Mm -hmm. I might have been 10 years old. He was like, listen, just comply. Like, don't do nothing. Don't don't raise your voice. Don't act belligerent. Like, just, just and then just, just ask them to call, call one of your parents. Like, call, call us. Like, right. call us. Right. Like, I want to speak to my girlfriend. Like, don't say nothing. Wow. How about you, Dre? I actually had my first conversation about that coming back from Virginia. We had a family, family reunion was down there every year. How old were you? Um, I was about nine or ten. Okay. Um, my father pulled over into a gas station because mm -hmm. um, me and my younger brother had to use the restroom. And um, we walk in and um, my father asked the person who was, you know, it's like one of them older gas stations. Right. So he asked the guy inside um, if we could use the restroom. He's like, oh, the restroom is... Um, it's not in order, right. you know. And then we hear the restroom flush, and a, <laughs> and a white guy comes out. Wow. Um, so my father's like, "But my sons have to use the bathroom." This guy cocks his um his shotgun, like literally cocks his shotgun. Like I said, it's not in order. My father's like, "Up, oh, let's go, Will. You know, uh, y'all gonna have to hold it." Where was you know? this? What state um, was that? It's like Maryland or something like mm. that. Wow, that's crazy. I never had to talk with my family. Never yeah, I never had to talk. I mean, I had to talk with my son. My son know that if he leave, even at 60 years old, if he leaves the house without a piece of ID on him, I'm cussing him out. Right. Now that I've also had to like, please make sure that when you walk out the house, you keep your, your ID, ID with you. Mm -hmm. um, Tell my daughter too. Just give him, don't give him a reason. You know, so that's gonna be they, the first reason. Oh, you don't got no find, ID? They could find whatever reason. Yeah, but let it be true. Hard. Let it be a hard time finding it. You true, know? True. Facts. Don't yeah, but the question is, like, even with that, like, if I reach for my ID, I'm, I'm scared to reach for my ID. Right. You know, and you're not gonna illegally search. You know, now, now that I know, you know, because at one point I was illegally searched. Well, you know, a couple of times I was younger because I didn't Facts. know any Same better. here. Same here. You're yeah. just complying. You're like, yeah. yo, I don't want to do nothing. Yeah, you just got your like, hands up and they're patting you down and they're looking through your book bag and stuff and it's like. Mm -hmm. But that's illegal. Like you didn't, you don't have, you don't have probable cause. You don't have a reason to search me. You don't have a warrant or anything. Right. But because you got, uh, you black know, I complied. I complied. Yeah. I was like, here you go, whatever. Black man walking. That's right. Amazing. But I mean, but that's the thing, right? Do you be? Do you state your rights? Because it's your rights, right? And then they like, oh, you want to be a smart ass, or do you just be like? So yes. okay, like again, things things for us back in like the eighties and nineties are, are totally different than how things are now. Um, you know, nowadays, you know, as soon as something happens, everybody runs up and everybody got 
got camera phones. Mm -hmm. Facts. I have a problem with that to an extent. Um, I know let's, you're going let's, with let's, this. Let's, let's, let's go take, ahead. Let's go take ahead. the situation with the young girl that just got popped by the cops, like four cinema shots. shots. There's a bunch of adults standing around while this girl is fighting to protect herself or whatever the case may be. I'm pretty sure there's a bunch of camera phones out. Why is nobody stopping the fight? The same thing with the George Floyd thing, and I, and I get it, you know, um, people feel like they're powerless when it comes to the police. Um, nobody wants to become a victim trying to assess. Right, right, right. right. So, so, but at the same time, like, I guess the question is, you know, even for that girl that said she cried night after night apologizing to George Floyd, like, y'all wish I could have did more because had I been able to step in, maybe he would still be alive. I'm listening, bro. But I'm not your face, but I want to, I want to, I got to So, so, so we, 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 we have technology, <clears throat> which is cool because people are recording the instances, but some, I, I get it where you don't step into all instances because you're, you, you don't want to be a, a statistic, but again, like which ones do you step in and which ones do you, you know what I mean? Like, like how do you know which ones to, to actually step in on and which ones not to? You know, if I'm seeing like two people fighting, do you step in? Do you break up the fight? Do you try to make sure that things are okay before you, and, and I get it, don't get me wrong. There are instances where people broke up fights and they ended up dead. So I, I, I get that. But why, why is everybody just quick fast to pull out a cell phone and nobody wants to de-escalate? And but, believe that we're let cops yeah. and brother go. <laughs> go ahead, bro, because you're ready. I appreciate you. I appreciate you. You finish your day? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, that's such a loaded uh, example because there's so many factors that go into that as far as like whether if the generation that we are now, are we too passive versus when we were when our parents' parents was out there, like that would have never happened. That's true. Like if they, someone was watching all the time when you was in the street, That's true. Hold on, That's and true. it would never have gone yeah, down like that. Everybody's in, right? Mm -hmm. So it would be, it would bomb, right? Yeah, so it's like not got like so. This generation now, are we just, are we so passive to just be like, like I don't want to get involved, like I don't want to put my well-being in in, in this in because. Jeopardy, yeah. In jeopardy, right? Like, who's to say? Uh, and, and it's tough because. No, bro. I know. No, I know. I know. It's, it's like, you let me go. Tag me in, bro. Tag me in, bro. Tag me in. It's, it's tough because, yeah, like, all right, let's say someone does jump into, to, right? Does someone else have your back? Like, so many people are about themselves. And, mm -hmm. and, and, and that's just the way we, we, we mm -hmm. kind of. I hate the call of salt, but. We kind of I just think we're not united. We're not united. All right. So, 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 right there, too. Go ahead. So, let me ask you a question mm -hmm. before I get to my point. <laughs> um, when's the last time we've seen, you felt like we've had, like, strong black leadership? The 60s. What's your answer? Black Panther, Malcolm X. You know, there are people out there, but they move in quietly. So that's what I'm gonna say. Okay, that. I can't call it. So, I think Luke, you used the right word. Um, we soft, we shook, 
buns, pussy, basura, whatever you want to call it. That's what we are because the last time I feel like we had some strong black leadership was like Malcolm X. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? When we had Malcolm Madden, yep. Fred Hampton, you know what I'm saying? That was a little bit after Malcolm X. But um, all of, we watch all of our great black leaders die. And the reason that shit is still the way it is is because they killed the last of the Mohicans. They killed the last of the people ready to die for this shit. It's true. So, so because they killed the last <laughs> of the people that's ready to die for this shit, we all have become shook. Because that's why you had a whole, whole bunch of people standing out there with their camera phones because you're right. Ain't nobody willing to step up and die for this shit. You're right. Mm -hmm. I just have one thing to say and I want you guys to... to Chime in, if you will. Farrakhan is out there. Okay, that's a whole other song. <laughs> <laughs> Don't want to mention Sharpton, but anyway. Um, he ain't willing to die for nothing. But listen, do you guys ever remember seeing photos back in the 60s, Civil Rights Movement, Malcolm X, Martin Luther King, where the black people were in the cops' faces? Uh -huh. They had nice to them and they was in their faces. They had stuff, they were fighting them back. You see actual photos in time, in real time, they're stopping, you see the fight. You see it. They wasn't scared to die. They wasn't scared to fight the dogs, the fire holes. Hold on. Even with the dogs, the fire holes, the shooting, the the, uh, the hanging of black people, they still wasn't scared. They wasn't scared. And I don't think at that time, was, well, that was Malcolm X and, and Martin Luther King era, right? Mm -hmm. I, I just feel like... They killed Panthers, the last of the Mohicans. They killed the last like, of the Mohicans, man. I just feel like they know that we're scared. That's why they do what we do. That's why they do what they do, because they okay. know that we're scared. Okay, so in response to that, I, when we were protesting for George Floyd, mm -hmm. I was out there. Mm -hmm. I protested several times. Mm -hmm. And I, call me whatever, <laughs> right? But the stuff they were saying to the police, mm -hmm. right, in their face, like what? I, may, 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 maybe I was conditioned, Give but I was example. like, yo, like, please stop. It was like, yo, fuck you. Like, like they were going in, like yo, you pigs! Like I mean, like disrespectful. You can hear it. And and and, and again, yes, yes. Disrespectful. Uh, hold on. Uh, first off, you don't know if these were good cops or bad cops, right? And I know you're in the moment and you're feeling the way you feel, and I get it, I got it. But for me, I was just like, please don't antagonize these people because if they go off, we dead. Uh, we should just say just sparked the question. Right? Like because I'm like I'm like I feel you like I'm with you I feel you, but not this far. So so so, so I got, I got like, a question real quick. Like let's, so, it was I, tough. It was tough to to to, to be there because I I how about yeah that's right. I wanted to, but I was just like, Fuck ooh, the pole, like maybe we shouldn't go that far. <laughs> like, my thing is, if you're going to a, if you're going to a, uh, like words hurt, you know what I'm saying? If you're going to a rally as a police officer, you have to know that you're going to hear those things. Yeah, I just common sense. You know I'm that. saying though, like how how much do that do you Who take? Who cares? I'm just saying. I mean, it's, I, I, it's I, tough. I, I feel it's like tough. this, right? You I'm know, sorry, like like okay. you said. Something that, that triggered a question, okay, right? Yeah. So you you said, you know, you didn't know whether they were good cops or bad cops, right? So I often hear the, the and I hate to use this word, but the, the narrative, I hate the word narrative because everybody uses it, um, but the, the narrative that, that you, you are. whenever discussing uh, bad cops, they'd be like, oh, it's just a bad apple. Right? It's a couple of bad apples. Couples of ba couple of bad apples, right? Don't so, a couple of bad apples spoil a whole bunch. Mm -hmm. I mean, I mean. So here's the thing. I'm sick of hearing that shit because I feel like 
if you gotta think of like a list of jobs where there can't be no fucking like if you work at Foot Locker and you steal a couple of sneakers, oh you you could be a bad apple. It's Foot Locker. Like you see, like there are certain jobs where like I'm an electrician. If I'm wiring up some shit in the hospital mm -hmm. and I don't do my job, and the nurse call system that I ran doesn't tell the nurse that the patient in bed is having an alert. Like if I decide to be a bad apple that day and not do my job correct correctly, somebody could lose their life. Right. If you are a doctor and you're a surgeon and all of a sudden you decided to take a fifth of Henny and some weed cause it's legal now before you go into your next surgery and then they want to say, like there's certain jobs where you can't afford to have bad apples or better yet, right? Because I work in construction. If the, the iron worker who's putting together the infrastructure for the building or a bridge or whatever he's doing is not doing it. If he's the certain jobs, you can't afford to have bad apples. So I'm sick and tired of hearing that fucking bad apple bullshit. Police officers should be at the top of the list of can't be a bad apple. <laughs> Am I bucket? Yeah. I'm bucket? Go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead, Let it out. No, because. I feel your pain. I feel what you're saying. Like, I get it. But every single job, from customer service to surgeons to teachers to nurses to police officers, everybody has bad apples. There's no job where everybody does their job. There's no job where everyone is on the same page. However, There's no job where no one, everybody's on the same team. There's no job in this hold world hold on, hold on. where wait, wait, everybody... Wait, wait, wait. I got you equally have the same integrity for their job. That's true. That's true. However, there's a there's a um there's a standard that everybody's held to. So if allegedly, the if, as you can see, but go yeah, ahead. I, I get you. Go but ahead. what I'm saying is if if the teachers don't do their jobs right, then they get graded on that stuff and they get fired if they're not doing their jobs. If, it takes a lot to get a teacher fired. Depends on depends on how how far they get yeah. into it. If they get their tenure, that's a little bit different. Well, it takes a lot to get anybody who has right. a union fired. I work let's in keep a it a buck. Field yeah. Let's keep let's keep make it bro a broad statement. Anybody who works in a field where you have a union, it is difficult to get you fired. And police have one of the strongest unions Facts. out there, Facts. right? You know what I'm saying? Which is why they they get away with the uh, bullshit that they that they do because their union is so strong. And right? you don't know what they're telling police officers. Like, don't worry, whatever you do, we got your back. Don't worry about. It. You don't know what they're telling them before they go out in that street. You know. So, like I said, I work in the medical field, and I've seen doctors and surgeons kill people. Mm -hmm. I've seen it. And there's some hospitals you go to, you be like, I don't want to go to that hospital because that hospital is known for negligence. No, I definitely don't. It's yes, known for negligence. <laughs> you're, like, you're not going to go there. Like, you don't go to Woodhull Hospital. Right, like you just know. <laughs> you don't go to Lincoln Hospital. <laughs> <laughs> and you're thinking like, oh, it's a medical field. They're going to take care of me. No, they're not. Nah. No, they're not. So with that being said, you, it's everywhere, Rob. It's so, unfortunate. So, so, so here's the thing, right? I, I think we, we, we talk about standards. Like, mm -hmm. like there's a difference between me being at work a day where it's a slow day and I'm sitting in the corner making free money texting on my phone all day and when I'm working in the hospital and I know that the connection that I gotta make that's from you. the patient's bed that's you. to the, the the nurse call center I can't I can't afford to slack off when I'm doing because I hold myself my work is important to me so, you have so hold on, hold on. Mm -hmm. but whether it's working I'm out of hospital or whether it's me putting a television up in my friend's house that's like I, I take pride in my work that's you well, but while that's true I can't afford to be a bad Apple. Again, while it's true, what's the, what's, the, what's, the, what's the nature of your job and what's the nature of theirs? Where did where did their job come from and where did yours come from? Right. The, origin. The, the origin of policing 
was killing us. That's Facts. true. That's true. So it was like, okay, they're not doing so, anything. So, 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 in, so in, in, in retrospect. So they just being consistent. In retrospect, right? yeah, they're, they're actually doing their right? job. You see that? Damn. Wow, that's crazy. Message. Jim. 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 Jimmy Crow. The remix. Oh, that's crazy. The remix. I mean, there's actually the book that these officers and FBI agents oh, yeah. have to go through, tell them that you should, yeah, killing is okay. Mm -hmm. Just like, saw that video today. Like, like, like Sean King, he, he posted it to, to give us some insight on, um, on what training that these cops are getting and why they continue to kill us. Like this is, this, uh, it's insane. So, um, yeah, go ahead. There's a question I wouldn't mind asking, um, and I'm pretty sure that there should be comments about this. The fact that we talk about the bad apples, with, besides the, the one that we know about, the young lady that was in Buffalo that got fired for intervening when um, when a white officer was using excessive force. Um, Which she actually, they reinstilled her pension and everything, finally. Finally. Right? Right. Kudos so, to her. So look up her name. So we'll right now. we'll so we'll we'll talk about her being a good apple, but where where the other officers like so for instance when with George Floyd was taking place, there were four officers mm -hmm. on George besides so right. it was three other officers besides Chauvin, but and I then they're gonna go to trial too. So. Right. I, I get that, but what I'm saying is, and then you got the the Asian officer who was standing right. to the side acting mm -hmm. like people who were videotaping were a threat. Right. Um. Where's the where's where's the voice of reason in anybody that says, hmm. bro, you gotta get up, hmm. bro, that's too much. Well, well the problem is right. Hmm. I think like even though black people have had, and at least in my opinion, obviously I'm biased because I'm black, but um, the most tumultuous relationship with law enforcement, right? Um, but at the end of the day, we don't. I don't think that black people hate all law enforcement. I have family or friends that are in every branch of law enforcement, whether it be court officer, PD, corrections, you know. But I think what people don't understand is that our frustration comes from the lack of accountability. A police, a law enforcement agency, whether it's New York, LA, Chicago, Baltimore, wherever, right? They will be quick to throw out some money, which is taxpayers' money, by the way, right? Then issue a statement where they take full accountability, press charges, and even convict. So there's no accountability. To, the, the only accountability is the you saying, well, they know they did something because they, they cut out a check. But mm -hmm. uh, So if you consider that accountability, yeah. that's the only accountability that's ever they been respect, taken. They respect right? Um, but at the end of the day, I feel like since that is taxpayer money that is used in all of these cases, right? If I mean, it wouldn't stop racism, but it would at least check people and make people feel like they wouldn't have to get away with shit if that money came out of the cops' pensions. Yep. 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 If the money yep. that paid for these settlements came out of the cops' pensions, right. they would hold each other way more accountable and there'd be less officers standing around protecting, holding down that blue wall. If that money came out of their pressure, so they'd be like, yo, you're not fucking up my money.
but do you think it'll be less payouts? Carol Horn is her name, by the way. You think it'll be less payouts if that was the case? Um, you know? I think it would be. I, I, I'm thinking it would be less payouts, but I think it would also be more officers holding each other accountable. Because at the end of the day, you know what I'm saying? Like, I love all y'all dearly. I would never let none of y'all fuck up my money. <laughs> so, if I got to work with you and I feel like you about to fuck up the money, I'd be like, oh, whoa there, buddy, what you doing? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Vacations I got planned, I got, you know what I'm saying, a house, you know what I'm saying, I got a car, you know what I'm saying, I got shit going on. I got insurance. That's it, that that might happen in the near future. It's being said more than once. I've heard that plenty of times, so let's see. I mean, like I said, I don't think it would stop racism, but I think it definitely would hold all of the officers to hold each other to a better level of accountability. So, we got about five minutes. Okay. That we're gonna give you guys, that we definitely gonna have to do a part two. Facts. Um, because this is deep, and again, like I said, remember the date. It is April twenty third. God willing, we will not have any more tragedy happening, but something has to change. And this is more than an hour, bro. I told you, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you did tell me. You did tell me, but I, I was, I was, I had my thoughts, and um, clearly. Not I, mean, I got a lot of out. shit that's in my brain that I want to get off my chest. So let me tell you something. I could do a whole hour of this shit by myself. Listen, let, let's talk about the mental anguish just watching the trial put on oh people. Oh my god, bro! Like having to relive watching this man get murdered. Over First of all, again. I've only watched the video in its full entirety one time, and I couldn't watch it straight through. Like I cry. by the end of the video, I was crying. Yeah, I cried too. Like you know real saying? facts. Like I, like yeah, it is what it is. You know what I'm saying? We grow men. Like I, I cried. Right? I cried. So, Facts. I have not been able to watch since the one time where I watched it in its entirety. So, I feel, I, I can imagine what that did to the jury. Like, I don't give a fuck how many experts you got come say whatever. Them jurors had to watch that video, like, over, like, 25 times. Not just Dur- that video. Like, so I actually watched it. I actually watched the case, the court case on um, MSNBC. So, not only did you see that original footage, but there was other footage that they showed, too from other people and other cameras that was in the air. Bro, like I had to turn that thing off a few times cause it, it, wow. it made me really emotional. Like I was angry afterwards, like like really yep. irate yep. a couple of times afterwards. Therapy people is important. And if this case, if this trial didn't affect your mental stability, I mean, power to you, but I'll tell you, it, it hit different than well, anything. That I told you we was gonna watch history. I told you we was gonna watch history, man. When Ronnie King happened, most of us were, we're like young. ten. Yeah, we're too young. You know, we ain't now. really know, right. but to know now as right. an adult, dealt like adulting, it hit different, it yo. Did. Yeah, it, did. it hit different. I pray that everything works out at the end. The sentencing works out at the end. Oh, yeah. The family gets closure. And, you know, we can be better from this. Let's pray. I hope. Mm. Definitely hoping. I mean, I yeah. I feel this step was at least something to victory. show that you will be held accountable, right? Uh, bearing that we are able to record it, right? Because God knows what happens if we're not able to record it. How differently this case would have went. No face, no case. Right? No face, no case. <laughs> and, and and that's only half because sometimes you, you see a face and it's. <laughs> 
Like, I mean, let me still get off. So record. Like, I know we might feel like, yo, get in there. Like, record, yo. Like, do your part. Like, thank you. That the girl. How old was she? With the young girl she was like, that recorded? Oh, she I think she's like 17 when I mean, she recorded. God damn, like, could you, like, we she cried. She was a minor, yeah. Imagine right being there. Like, like yeah. yo, like. But thank God for her, though. So record, yo, like, do your part. Like, if that's all you can do, if that's all you can do, that. Like, yeah, if all you can do is record, it, it, hel it, it helps. Yeah. Clearly, it helps. It, it will push forward it will be helpful but i'm not gonna say it, life evidence. i'm gonna say it'd be helpful because okay because okay. we, we only had one time where i actually saw it helped the rest of the times we saw videos it was helpful okay, okay. right um okay. and i'm just being okay i'm not trying to be negative but i'm just being okay real, being yes. realist. okay okay but let's let's be optimistic in this particular <laughs> case because we got this one okay. and we're in an age where People are about that camera phone life. They are. Social media is a big thing right big. now. Big. Mm -hmm. Big, big, big. So, you already know Part we got two. in the building. Yo, Dre. You gotta end it a little yeah. wrap out. Are we done? Bro, are you finishing up now? <laughs> I mean, we're like five minutes. <laughs> I know you wanna stay on and we could stay on. Are we gonna go you gotta wait for part two, y'all. Yeah, we'll be back. Keep this in mind. Remember us, we'll be back. <laughs> uh, uh, so uh, stay busy and stay blessed. Because if you're busy, that means that means you're blessed. If you're busy in this <laughs> time of of craziness, that means you're blessed. That's true. You know what I'm saying? And busy stay don't focused. Always be productive, bro. Huh? Busy don't always mean productive. I'm sorry. It could be busy. As a, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> you trying, trying to make a positive change. You just took it and hold it I was going to say, stay busy, stay blessed, <laughs> stay focused, and stay fearless. Busy don't always mean that you're going to be done. But, but, right. FYI. It'd be your own people. It'd be your own people, sir. It'd be your own people. It'd be your own people, bro. RTI. I love my people. Yo, Hotel Brown in the building. Give me y'all some knowledge. We got Ramona. watching. I tried to be an intellectual today and it didn't work. Professor Brown, it did. You have a spillover for 420. Might be true. No judgment. We, as always, thank you for watching. We look forward to you. Definitely check out part two. And as always, have a great day. See how you dry snitched? And a better. And a better tomorrow. Yeah, terrible. Yes. <laughs> Maybe y'all. Watch the episode. No.